Alright guys, so for this podcast, I have Tony. Um, he is 22 years old. He is a content creator, a vocalist with over 62 million views, uh, and over 20, 12 million likes, and over 22 viral videos, and a two-time Snapchat Spotlight winner. Um, also check out his band, um, Center City Drive. You can find them on Instagram, and you can also just type them in on, on Google, and, and you can find them from alternative sites. <clears throat> um... I don't even know how the fuck to start this because this has like been one of my favorite podcasts. But Tony is a fucking amazing person, and at the same time, like he he has a pure soul with him. Um, fuck, this one's tough. Like he this this has been my favorite podcast so far. Like in regards to like familiarity and and I've never met him, but we just fucking clicked, and and I love that, and I'm excited to see him when he comes down here to L.A. Um, and then Gigi can hopefully make us some food or some shit. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, yeah, like I said, just uh, just give it a listen. I heard of cool. it through the. Um, do you know who the dude from Wolf of Wall Street is? Um, I have his book. Do you? Uh, uh, Jordan something. Jordan. Jordan Bell. Bell. Yeah, Belfort. Belmont. Belfort. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Belfort. Yeah, so. He's in these, uh, like this subscription service. I was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. Let's see if it's good for like a month. And if it's not, it's not. But I was like, I'll give it a shot. But overall, it's not bad, you know? So How much is it a month, though? It's not that much. I think it's like 15 or 20 bucks a month. And then it, it's not mm -hmm. that bad because it stores all like the audio files on the, um, on the service itself as opposed to the laptop until like I'm ready to download it, basically. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's kind of like a cloud service too, at the same time. So it's like a mixture of like two things. So it's all right. But but mm -hmm. how are you? How was leg day today? Oh my god. <laughs> that was I, gangster, man. I saw that. <laughs> that's that's the most I've ever lifted on a leg press. Eight hundred and ten pounds. I saw that. I was like, bro, <laughs> I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> I was like, damn, eight hundred pounds, son. Yeah, uh, my legs are my strongest attribute, actually, yeah. so I take pride in it. How long did it take you to get up to that point? <sighs> well, luckily, I, I'm a bigger dude anyway, so, like, when I first... I started going to the gym legitly more, like, let's say January-ish. Uh -huh. Well, I got my membership in November, and then I don't know what. It was like, hey, yo, quarantine, let's shut down for six weeks, <sighs> and I was like, ah... So, but when I started back in, like, January, maybe the third week I checked it, mm -hmm. I was, like, maybe doing seven... 720 something like 730 okay. so i wasn't that far off i was yeah, already yeah. doing pretty good from yeah. the get-go that's fucking insane are, are you like uh what's your goal right now are you trying to build like mass are you trying to lose weight what's like uh like your long-term goal if it's, you have one my my long-term goal is two things uh -huh. it's really one just to be overall healthier mm -hmm. and two just to be more comfortable in my body okay yeah so yeah. i feel that. that's generally it Okay, what well, what made you want to like be like more like I guess was it, was there like a, like snapping pointer and like that? Cause I ended up losing well for me at least in particular like from my perspective I ended up losing about like seventy pounds over the course of quarantine and that's cause I was like just like fed up you know cause I didn't feel comfortable with my body so like this is like the the slimmest I've been since like high school and I've never had a fast metabolism even when I was in in fourth grade I weighed. I weigh 30 pounds more than I did right now and I had to lose like a hundred at that point So this is the second time I've had to like undo my own bullshit my own chaos mm. <laughs> Of food because food's my weakness, bro. Like I can't I have yeah. like zero fucking control And I'm like, all right, I need to like 
chill. I was like, I've done it before. I can do it again. But it took a minute, bro. It took like a solid like year, you know? Yeah, shit's, I, 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 shit's hard. Like, yeah. I, I, dude, I, I understand that completely. Yeah. You don't got to tell me it's hard, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, I guess, I guess overall, the, what I like about, you know, going to the gym five days a week, all that stuff, it really just comes down to like, you know, being in control of your situation, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, that's the overall thing for me. Just wanting to be more in control of everything. Yeah. No, I mean, I see it, especially if you're going that ham at the gym, bro. I'm like, this guy's freaking going to go places, son. I'm like, sheesh. <laughs> thank you, thank I'm you, thank like, you. I'm like, most of these guys can't even do a quarter of what you're doing, bro. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> even the fit ones. They're like literally like fucking Doritos. They're big at the top and Doritos! <laughs> I'm done. They're fucking small at the bottom. I'm like, well... If that's that's the goal, that's the goal, you know. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. When I was there today, I was getting eyed because it's like, I think some people were just like, he's not gonna actually do that for a second. Yeah. And I was like, just like, what's happening over here? And I started yeah. doing it. I was just like, I just see the eyes pop up. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. I'm trying to focus, yo. <laughs> You're like, bet. <laughs> that's fucking. It can be done. It, it can be done, man. That that's fucking amazing. Like I said, like mad props to you. I guess I wanted to get into this as well, though. How did you start getting into content? Because I look back at your TikTok and you started posting since like the beginning of last, no, like two years ago, right? Like 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How was it? How did it feel like when it like I guess you one of your first videos like popped off? Like what was more significant to you? When it was like 10k, 15, 300k. When was it like holy shit? Okay, so. Little backstory, real quick. So my major in college is social media. Okay. So that is my main thing. So I've always like, I've always understood that like a lot of social medias may come and go. Mm-hmm. So but I just want to at least get my footprint and like just just some of them. And I was watching TikTok for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this could be. I mean, it was musically. I did not turn me on. I was like, that's me not either. Yeah. Yeah. So but when TikTok came, I was like, oh. This, this could be a little something, something, a little yeah. something, something. So I, I popped my head in there, but, like, my thing is, like, my I like, to, I like to sing. Like, music is, like, a big part of my life. It's not my main part, but it's a pretty decent part of my life. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me see. if I can blow up on music on this, this would be lit. Because by that time I was thinking that, there was already people blowing up on music. Yeah. And if you watch a lot of my old videos, I really try to do a lot more music. Mm-hmm. Um, I even try to do some skits, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, at most, I think my best video was, like, 4 or 5K. Which My, to me yeah. at that time, like when you only have like I don't know, like a hundred something followers, mm. four or five k, that's Solid. that's like crap. Okay, yeah. that's fifty times. All right, but so what happened was I was like, all right, I, at that point I stopped posting for a while, and I was like, so during this, it actually comes back to the gym because during this gym thing, when it, when it closed for six weeks and I couldn't work out, I told myself I don't want to like use me not going to the gym as an excuse for me not doing anything. Yeah. So. Uh, I just got my jump rope, and every morning I would just jump rope for an hour a day. Oh shit! So be, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it, it was, it was a dope. Bitch, it was bro. Dude. Jump rope is a bitch. It kills you fast. I love jumping. Yeah. I love doing like little tricks and stuff like that. I can't do those. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm so clumsy, dude. I've tried. I just freaking like whip my back of my neck. I'm like, fuck that hurt, bro. Yo, honestly, if you were to do it for like, I'm talking two solid weeks, okay. and you did it like an hour a day, okay. you'll start learning stuff. I can do the whole flip, the whole switching legs. Yeah. It's not as crazy because when you do it once, you're like, oh, hold on, hold on, <laughs> nobody can do this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> once you once you start getting one trick, like, okay, yeah. if I can do this, then I can do this, and you start mm-hmm. messing up a little bit, and you start if you, if you can get it once. Yeah. My theory is like, if I can do something once, my body can theoretically do it again. Yeah. So, it jump rope is fun. I love it. I love yeah. jump rope. 
Dude, jump rope but, is tough. I got one, and and I, I mean, I, I don't. I guess I haven't gone like an hour hard, but that's 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 a mission. I'll usually go for like maybe like a hundred twice. Like uh, I'll try to go for one sesh, and then from there. But how sore are your legs or your calves when like I guess after that first sesh? Because it must have been like fucking sore as hell, no? Did you hear me? Oh, sorry. Uh, I wasn't yeah. sure if we cut off or the not. Thing in in the Oh, I can, I can hear, it's a little lag, but can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. All right, okay. cool. There's a lot. Um, that first, the first few days, it's kind of just like, in the moment, yeah, yeah, of course I'm tired, but I kind of go through it, but that next day you wake up, you're kind of like sore, oh, sore, walking hurts, all that stuff. Those first few sessions yeah. are booty, booty mm-hmm. cheeks. But like at the same time, I also have to realize, well, Tony, you did come from just sitting down doing nothing yeah. to let's be active an hour a day. Well, of course, it's going to take a hot minute for those mm-hmm. those muscles to start waking up just to yeah. wake up again. So, but after that second week, especially, it's like, all right, you kind of you kind of get it a little more. Like, oh, I, I, I'm doing now. I'm just tired. I'm not. I'm not aching as much. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired. But being tired is okay. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, doing it for 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 a grip did 100 percent help my stamina, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. So while so while I was doing that, so but before I did it, I told myself to get breakfast in me and do my stuff. And I like to have background sh- um, shows like while I'm like cooking or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was watching Victorious, and I I watched the show before, but like I saw it was on Netflix, and I've never oh. seen it like fully. Like, let me just let me just watch it. Yeah. So I threw on the episode, and I'm cooking my eggs, and then I hear something. Mm-hmm. It was like it was Ariana Grande and Leon Thomas, the guy who played Andre. And they were just like, oh, they were happy because like, oh, they won something. Like, yay. And then she hugs him. And then he looks at her. He's like, whoa, whoa, don't start something you can't finish. And to me, uh, I was like, they did not just say that in a yeah. kid's show right now. Yeah. That is hilarious. And at this point, I didn't, I, I did not, like, I thought that being, like, popping on TikTok was, like, super, super hard. Or I just haven't found my niche yet. So I just, I so randomly, I would just throw up random things. So let me just throw this up. Yeah. Uh, but I do my jump rope, come back, kind of do it the whole day. I I, I don't look at TikTok too too much. Mm-hmm. Come back next day, six hundred thousand views. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. But like, since I'm really into social media, I I I thought to myself really quickly, like, all right, cool. I did it. Is this scalable? Is this repeatable? Was this a one time thing? All right. Yeah. So I did it one more time that same day. Just put, picked another oh, big scene. Uh-huh. Boom, a million views. I was like. Damn. I, we might have some. I, yeah, yeah. And I started. You said? Oh, oh no, no, no. I was just like, I was like, yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so I did it like I started doing it twice a day and three times a day, and every nothing was under like three hundred k or four hundred k. I'm like, and my followers went from like 200, 300 followers to like ten k in like a week, and I'm like, oh snaz. Yeah. And I just kept binging and binging and binging. And I, as I'm reading the comments, people were just like, one, I didn't know this show was like this. <laughs> Two, yeah. uh, your laugh makes it ten times better. Yeah. And then three, half the time these people would suggest scenes that they want for me. So even half the time, like I didn't have to like think of stuff. Sometimes oh. I was like, "Oh, this person." It's, it's, it's like a, it's like two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. I reply with a comment to the to their video on TikTok saying this person said that, and I post the video. So one, I get more content. Two, that person feels more appreciated because I actually yeah. use their comment and they can see it in the oh, video. Yeah, yeah. People love that. It's like giving back, and I, I think it's dope. And it's organic too. On top of that, like it's not fake, and they actually have valid points. Yeah, 
Damn. I, holy shit. You smart as hell, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a... Because, like, even though I wasn't popping on TikTok before, mm-hmm. I, I like to really analyze a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I used to analyze a lot of people's TikToks. So, like, I would know, I would think to myself, oh, man, this, I see a crazy video, maybe 5 million views mm-hmm. or 5 million likes. And I go to I go to their TikTok. I'm just like, you see that one thing pops up and everything else is, like, 2K, 200 views. So I'm like, why did it stop popping off? Mm-hmm. And I, I noticed some big things where, one, after a viral video, mm-hmm. people didn't post for, like, a few weeks and then, then started posting, thinking thinking they can get that same traction. Oh. You can't do that. Or, two, they, they went viral for something else, yeah. and then they start switching their content oh. immediately. And I was like, okay, I, don't, I know for a fact to not do any of these things. Mm-hmm. So I already had, I already, because I already, I already imagined in my mind, I said, what if I did go viral? I already had a plan. This is yeah. not like a new thing I thought of on the spot. Mm-hmm. I told myself, if that happens, I would just rinse, repeat, and see if it's scalable. Oh, <laughs> I see. So you're you're sticking to your own niche in short then, basically, because I have heard that. Because I've had some, like, for me, like, the most that I've had is, like, I know more than, like, 4,000 views from what I recall, but I'm, I'm like, stuck at that mark, but you're right. Because I guess, like, I've been trying to figure out, like, what's, like, what's going to pop off, and then, like, I've been kind of, like, dusting off the ones that aren't. I guess I've been leaning more towards the other ones, but I have been, like, swapping, so I've been kind of, like, steering myself off the path that people are, are into, you know? So I'm just like, how the fuck is this algorithm? But it sounds like from your perspective, so, like, when the when the iron's hot, just keep striking, basically. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Over, you... If the trick is to do it and get a following mm-hmm. to the point where, like, they already fuck with you anyway. Yeah. So then you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. That's... I think people mess up that, like, they do something once or twice. Like, all right, cool. And then after that, <laughs> they just do something else. Half the time, people will be like, I didn't follow you for this. I don't know you. Uh... Like, you have to build a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, look at you. See, this is why you're majoring in social media, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't let, it, don't let that fool you. Because in my personal opinion, after yeah. graduating from social media, I learned more time, more more stuff for myself than I did at school. Really? Uh, 100%. Yeah. Like, they're talking about all these little concepts and things. I'm over here just like, yo, bro, I, I've known about this the last two years. You watch any YouTube video? Like, just because you put a price tag on your school doesn't make it more valuable information oh. than what you find on YouTube. Yeah, it's because they're it's because they're thinking from like robot corporates versus organic state because that's not gonna actually flow in the market. Yeah, but it's but that's the thing about the quote unquote market. The market changes daily. So if you're making textbooks about this bullshit, that wouldn't fly. Because by the time you no. make the bugs, do it, edit it, and send it out, the whole the whole trends and the whole market's changed now. Mm. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's why school at least at least uh, maybe or maybe school could still work, but like it can't be like how school is before because i mean if you for example if you if you're if you're learning about science or like math math ain't gonna change tomorrow one plus one is gonna equal two yeah but what's that popping uh, song is gonna change might change tomorrow mm-hmm. so I, I that's why i'm like i i did it just to like do it the school thing mm-hmm. but like personally on my free time and all my other stuff i'm just i'm watching like gary v and all these other things I'm like all right cool that's how they're they're doing it they're where i want to be yeah cool i'll learn from that Simple as that. What do you think of Gary Vee? What do I think of Gary Vee? Yeah. Um, I think he... If you would have asked me two years ago how I felt about Gary Vee, yeah. this man's a god. He's a legend. Everything yeah. he says is the I, best thing ever. Yeah. Um, now, I 100% still respect Gary Vee, but mm. as for anybody, it doesn't matter who you are, you have to take their words with a grain of salt. Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, like Gary Vee says really good things. I I do believe at the end of the day, uh, I I believe that like 
in karma and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. being empathy will work, you know, being nice. You don't have to, I, I believe that you don't have to be a scumbag to be super, super rich, super successful yeah. or whatever. Dude, at, at the same time though, like he's kind of just saying like, uh, I don't know. Some things are easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Like some things are, cause I, I, I would love to be like, oh yeah, you have these excuses. I don't want to hear excuses, this, this, this. But everybody's situation is different. You you can't be ignorant towards that. Mm-hmm. People have kids or like medical conditions, blah blah blah. They have like they have to find some other way. But you can't yeah. just say go get it because it's not as simple for everybody else. Mm-hmm. I respect the idea and it will work for most. But you have to realize that because you lived your life this way, it's not it's not a copy and paste situation. It's not, yeah. And I think I think you're right. I I I probably really respected him like a few years back. I don't know when like that changed, but. I, I don't know. It's like, I think the people that are like looking at him as a god is because he's been like successful and he's done it, obviously. And they want to follow in their footsteps. But I'm like, like you were saying, you have to follow on your own path because if you try doing everything as he did, you will fail. Everything's mm-hmm. all circumstantial based on who you are, what the market says, and what it's doing. And like you said, it's changing all the time. So I'm like, there's not one scenario fits all situation. Um, I, I, I love Gary. I still respect him. But yeah, one of the things that yeah. like kills me, like personally, like, cause I so, like, so I'm weird. I'm like super cheesy sometimes. And then I'm sometimes I'm not. So like, I have an odd balance, but it's like when he's like, kindness is delicious. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> what? Oh, oh. I'm like, where do I what? buy kindness? I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm like, kindness. Gary, tell me New York. Kindness is delicious. That's a new one. Oh my gosh. It's like Gary. when he says shit like that, like it like it just cracks me the fuck up personally. But then people are like, fuck yeah. Like that's my guy Gary. I'm like, what? <laughs> so that's fucking hilarious as hell to me. But you know, I guess people it's just people seeing shit through their own lens, you know. But I do respect mm. him. I actually just started reading one of his books that I've had for like a minute. I, I think I'm looking at it right now. It's called Crush It. I, I'm oh I love it crush it and crushing it I have both I, love I, both I haven't even read crush it I, I just started it maybe like a few weeks ago it's fucking actually aside from all the cheesy said I just said it's actually been pretty solid so like obviously understanding the market change but overall it's pretty general good advice yeah so I I'm excited to finish that one up is there any other books that you recommend that that have been like more beneficial towards you Oh, easy. One book that everybody in the world should read. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are and what you do. Yeah. It's How to How to Win and Influence Friends by Dale Carnegie. Haven't read it. Haven't read it, but I haven't <laughs> Haven't read it yet. I haven't even read well, the you, first page yet. That book will change anybody's life if you let it. Really? That book is the theory of Clubhouse, how I see it. Okay. Uh because it's pretty much as simple as that. Like how to make genuine connections with people, which if you read the book, you, I can, I understand where Gary's coming from. Cause a lot of what he says is actually from that book too, mm-hmm. but I can easily say from clubhouse from people I've met my life. I know it doesn't look like that on the outside, but what's going on in the background, all the things I have working mm-hmm. has completely changed forever. I've gotten so many opportunities from the people I've met mm-hmm. and clubhouse. And the funny part is like, I didn't realize like, cause you're, you're in the same thing as with the influencer me and the whole, and when I first met everybody, I didn't know what everybody did. Mm-hmm. We were just shooting the shit, having fun and then yeah. doing stuff. It wasn't until like a week or two later, I realized like, Oh wait, you do this. Wait, mm-hmm. you do this. You do this. I'm like, I'm over here just like, what? Yeah. But like, me too. I, I'm literally on the same boat. I literally just joined like a month ago. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. But it's it's so like inspiring. The thing is like, 
half the time you don't even have to ask for help and they're like people are willing to put your put put their hand out mm-hmm. so the thing about it, it all comes back to like if you actually take the time to know people respect people take care of them all this stuff it will come back a hundred times for without you even thinking about it because that has i can easily say it already happened to me mm-hmm. and that that book i've read it twice even i might want to read it again it's just yeah. so this it's just so good I, yeah. everybody needs i don't care what teacher lawyer doctor because yeah. connections are whether it be your family your a significant other mm-hmm. your work relationships it all matters Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a good way to do it and the wrong way to do it. I got I got the the um the Dale Carnegie book and then I got this other book that I haven't read. I well see here's my issue like I I bought like a bunch of books like all in one go so I'm like how the where the oh. fuck do I start? So I've been lagging and then I finally just like said fuck it like I I was literally staring at these books for like two months and I was like Jesus you need to fucking just pick something up and then just go you just can't have them looking all cute and shit you gotta fucking put in the work too. So I was yeah. like, I'm already, I'm trying to go like bigger on social media. So like, I, I don't even know exactly where I want to go, but I'd rather, I want to like be myself. I just know I don't want to conform to the whole like PC culture shit, you know? Like, I don't want to be like restrained. Like, let's say like David Dobrik is like how like they'll, they'll cancel, well, they'll cancel anyone for like anything, you know? Yeah. Like the extra yeah, sensitive yeah, yeah. people, like, cause I understand respect, like for sure. But the extra sensitive people, like. Did you just assume my gender? I'm like, okay, I, I, I just call. I my bad. I didn't, you know, like it's it's a new world, yeah. So that's that, that's me. Uh, like I said, I'm trying to like just just be myself, you know, because I'm like I'm not like too like in the box. I'm not gonna dye my hair pink just to like satisfy people or whatever. But <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just sometimes it could be like overwhelming, you know. But that that's yeah, I, that, that's me personally. No, I, I, I think I, I think I can see that. I, yeah. I feel like well, I think what it comes down to, like my my theology about it all is like I, I personally don't care mm-hmm. what most people do. Mm-hmm. I think I only have an issue when I have to step in when like people like uh, when people like kind of just like judge other people for like That was a uh, stock not, market bell, not huh? Fully, uh, reason? That was a stock market bell, huh? Yeah, did you hear that? Yeah, I did. I, I was I looked at the time. I was like, oh shit, is he trading too or what? <laughs> yeah. I got my little trades in the background. Me too. <laughs> that's what I've been doing for a bit. I've been doing that for a few years. That's why I was like, wait, that's a little perfect timing <laughs> over here, Tony. I was like, we got more in common than I thought. Yeah, I got I got this this I realized the more and more I learned about these rich people, it's not like one thing makes them rich. It's like yeah. they just do a little bit of all these different things yeah. that equal up to like that twenty K a month kind mm. of crap. So I'm trying to I'm trying to dip my toes here and there, just That's here and there, a little something, something. That's what's up. Respect. I have a bunch of um, I have a bunch of courses. Well, how far into trading are you, in the stock market? Um, so I've I've been I would say I've been trading since the beginning, like seriously, the be- seriously seriously trading since mm-hmm. the beginning of quarantine. Okay. I did um options. I do options trading. I don't do regular stocks. I have a whole stuff. group I, of friends that do options trading. Really? Yeah, a whole group of them. Yeah, yeah. So they're legit. They're they're doing that every single morning. Um, is there any reason why you got into options in particular, or what about like the equity itself? Like two reasons why I did it. Uh-huh. Um, before options trading, I was really into poker. Like I used to play poker like a lot, lot. And 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 the thing about that, I was I'm a really big person. I'm like I don't mind. I've I've lost a lot of money. I've I've lost a lot of money from poker. So I'm used to yeah. losing big money if I have to, and I've never been. But I've always lost money. I've never been attached to. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm all for big big risk for big reward. Mm-hmm. So then the reason why I stocks are cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think I need to start holding a few and then starting in the next few months. I just need to, I just need to pick. But um, they're cool. But they're they're long term investments. All right. Yeah. 
options really, really short, but the payoff is so much mm-hmm. worth it. And like the thing about it is like, oh, it's it's such a big risk. I'm like, yeah. well, but like I'm kind of used to it. And at the same time, I got hit with the whole um, um, unemployment things. I lost my job and all those things. Mm-hmm. And like I, I had a job, but just to get like food and all this stuff, I was I was living in college at the time, so I just mm-hmm. had just enough. But even with that, they, I got slapped a few thousand dollars. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. I could get some things, but yeah. I could make some more money. So yeah, yeah. I took my eight, nine K and I just started doing more and more option trades. Yeah. And I remember like, I knew that I didn't, I started feeling like a thing thing when like in that first month I made like 2K and I was mm-hmm. like, this is, option trading is stupid, but it's so <laughs> volatile. It can literally yeah. be like 2K to zero dollars oh, in man. like literally hours. oh my god it's uh that's it's it's been like a but the thing is like well like you said once you get used to it like it's almost like you don't even you're really numb to it it's really weird it's like i've gotten to the point where i'm like sucks but like it is what it is like i kind of like you already knew you already knew the risk you know for the payoff of what like let's say you had 2k you're risking 2k well I, i was trying to make uh, 200%, 250% off a YOLO fucking trade or something like that, you know? Like, expirations in an hour? Hold the fuck up. Let me, let me grab my fucking beer, bro. <laughs> Man, that's a crazy world, though. You know what? I've seen some yes. crazy motherfucker put, like, 500 into um into the bell closing with, like, five minutes, and that Ballsy. guy walked out with, like, 20000 in, like, three minutes. He bought some, these fucking contracts yeah. for like one cent. I was like, "You crazy son of a!" That's it wasn't crazy. that much risk, but it was like the payoff was stupid high. I was like, <gasps> "I was like, bruh." No, it's for me. I think Dawson uh, is. It is. I'm not gonna lie. It's also fun. It is kind being of in fun, the moment yeah. and the, watching your money. It is fun, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. It just it feels more of I don't know what's the word. Not a day job, but like. Something I'm actively doing, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like literally I'm in control of my money. Yeah. I decide what happens. I, I just I just think the two the two tricks for me that I need to do. I mean that I that, that has helped me the most has been when I decide something I decide something. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm doing like say if I, I buy a stock in BA Boeing and like I, I want it to reach like two hundred eighty dollars in profit mm-hmm. and and I see it zooming zooming like to like even two eighty two or something like that because sometimes I let it drip if I see it going up really rapidly. I'm not like, let's go maybe 285. Nope, my mission was 280. You're smart. Even if I would have lost out more money, I reached my goal. That's, That's what people good. don't realize. They don't set goals. So then when they just put their money in, they're just, it's, at that point, you're gambling. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for this to go up. I'm like, go up where, bro? <laughs> <laughs> go up, be specific. 300, 400, 1,000? Yeah. A lot of people, so, I, I know some people, like, like the few people in particular that I'm thinking of, they're like, to the fucking moon, bro. I'm like, dog, you don't. Know? The moon has a ceiling. <laughs> the moon has a ceiling. I'm like, the rocket's going to fall, dog. <laughs> You're not going to make it to the moon. I'm like, it's, just, it's, it's, it's insane, bro. It, it's a crazy fucking world. What's the craziest thing that you've seen in, in that in that world? In, um, in the stock market world? world, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I just da- think in, in general, like, the two craziest things that would, I think most people know about, it just surprises me. Um... Of uh, the hype around GameStop, oh that, and the, and the Dogecoin incidents, yeah. because like, no matter how, how you look at GameStop and they've they give their yearly earnings, they're like, 
they're a declining company. Yeah. Like I just don't get it. I, I for the like I just I just don't get it. I that I'm just leave that there. Mm-hmm. And for Dogecoin, it's was I remember that when I when I when I when I heard about Dogecoin, Dogecoin was maybe like one Doge was worth like oh my gosh, like uh, one eight hundredth of a penny, something like that. Yeah. At that time, and I was like, because there's it was literally made for a meme. There was no legit real life application. It was literally just for fun, just to make an altcoin. Mm-hmm. And that John got up to like 13 cents. I was like, how the and I just realized too, like I I, I read a piece of a book. I didn't read I had to finish it though, but it was about the psychology of um marketing. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize that like half the time, the reasons why things go up and down has nothing to do with the business is good or bad. Mm-hmm. It just has to be how people perceive. And that's why when I trade nowadays, I do I do like uh, fuck around with graphs a little bit, like with a lot of ceiling stuff. And but I don't really do too much on that. I really just trade the news. I bet on the psychology of the market because mm-hmm. I, I read a news article and all this stuff around it. I like I, I think to myself how how do how the public would think about it, mm-hmm. and I just make a deal on that. And there are there are communities full of people that just do that, mm-hmm. just focus, just bet on the psychology of the market, and it's mm-hmm. very very profitable. It is no. That's one of the things. Like my favorite subjects ever, like throughout school, has always been psychology and history. And I'm like, that's fucking perfect to the stock market. And I had no idea. I thought it was more financial mumbo jumbo. I'm like, I don't even know how to fucking read an SEC filing. I, I tried. I fucking my eyes burned. I'm like, I ain't smart for this shit, bro. I'm like, I'll just <laughs> like you said, like set a goal, and then if it hits the goal, make it like risk one three one four whatever it might be, you know. But make sure you win more often than not. And that's obviously way easier said than done, for sure. Which is why it takes experience, which is why it takes discipline. And if you don't have discipline, stop losses. But one of the things, one of the t- most toxic things I ever did is, so like in the very beginning, I had a plan, right? Um, but what I would do is like, if I got close to the stop loss, I'd be like, I would just take it off. I'm like, no! that was so toxic of me. I am like, bro, why am I doing this? And like, I shit would eat shit. And I'm like, I fucked myself over. I'm like, it could have been a, like a $300 loss. Now I'm looking at like 800. I'm like, fuck, man. So that, that was like, and it was like the worst feeling. And then like, and then when you're in a shitty position, your stomach's on fire for the people that don't know. And then you just let it compile, compile even more. And I'm like, it's a recipe for disaster. That's why you have to follow what the fuck your plan is. Yeah, it's I. It comes back full circle. We talked about earlier when it came with the whole weight loss, all that stuff. It's just about being in control. Yes. Constantly, because I, I I've, I've I'm a victim. I'm yeah. an avid victim of letting up. Just seeing the. Di- I think the worst the worst deal of my life actually, ironically, was that two thousand dollar one. So yeah. I, I made two thousand dollars in under a month, and I was feeling so good. I was yeah. so proud, and then I made a bet on like an, an option that um Boeing was gonna go down. Uh-huh. And I, I there was a one week option, and then Tuesday hit, and it was crumbling. Like I, I was I was I was hitting to the five k territory. I was oh, like, shit. no fucking way. I was like, all right, cool. Once it reaches, seven, and I told myself, I actually all I wanted was actually three thousand eight hundred. And at this point, it's like forty seven hundred, and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, give me like, give me like six, seven thousand. I'll, yeah. I'll pop, took away the stuff lot. I'm feeling confident, feel yeah, confident, yeah. bro. Literally that next day in the pre, I knew it was gonna be a bad day because the pre market was already up by like, it was going back up another five dollars. Uh, I was like, oh no, no, no. Yeah. And I, and the worst part is the second part is not knowing when to quit. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I kept telling myself, oh, man, it'll, it's going to keep going. Because I, I heard, ba- this is the weird moment, because I heard bad news about the company, but it was still going up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, how is this? This is, this is uh. and yeah. I kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it until the last day when all I had was nothing. It expired. Worthless. I was clean cut zero. I've, that was the most money I've ever lost in one in one sitting. Yeah. And I was like, and it was at that point I was like, I, I got selfish. I lost control. I saw the plan and I just didn't do it. Mm. And I, I'm not, I, I was like in a slump for like a solid day. But then, then it, but like, after my poker experience, mm-hmm. I didn't feel so bad. And on top of that, like, yes, don't get me wrong. Yes, I lost two k. Mm. But most of the two k I lost was actually mm. earned money. Mm. And second of all, I, like, I when I when I received that money from like the government, I, I, I had such a different different outlook on money. Because mm. my thing is like. I definitely didn't, didn't expect it to come, so whatever happens to it, I really oh, don't care. Yeah, yeah. So like, if I if I if I, if I have a chance to make money, cool. I rather I rather have a chance to learn from these mistakes with somebody else's kind of money yeah. than my own money. Because I know, yeah. like, for example, I, I'm actually gonna like, because I've been really like kind of chilling back on my options. I, I've been doing easier kind of like a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. like hundred fifty kind of contracts. But I, luckily, I've been blessed with. Uh, I I just recently won Snapchat Spotlight. Oh shit! So, Congrats. Yes, thank you, thank you. So I'm getting a little money from them. I think I, yeah. I told myself I'm gonna do a little bit bigger of a deal yeah. now. Cause my thing is like, okay, if I lose that money, that's I got them. I they paid me for a video I made three years ago. Like really? I was never gonna do anything with that video. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, let me just. Let me, I'm gonna if I lose five. If I lose 5K, I lose 5K. But I'm going to die trying to get some money out of it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're on a very, like, a good trajectory. I think that, well, without <clears throat> without risk, you'll never be anything that you want to be. Because if you play it safe, you're always going to be mediocre. So that's one of the mm-hmm. things that, like, I've been trying to, like, instill within myself. I'm like, I don't want to live the same life as everyone. I want to live life on my own terms. And I like how you, you had a really good point, too. I don't want to be rich and be a grumpy old fucking man. I don't want to be a stingy piece of shit. Like, no, I want to, I want to like preserve, like, it sounds kind of like dumb or whatever, but like the innocence, like the happiness, like not being a piece of shit human being, you know? It's not dumb. Uh, yeah, I know. I, it just sounds weird, I guess, coming out of like, cause I'm not normally one to talk about stuff like that, but it's true. Like, I don't want to give that up personally. And I like, cause I, I've seen so many people that they're, they're cold as can be. And I'm like, that's not, no, that's not my goal either. Like, I want to be it on my own terms. Like I said, personally you know i i would say just for, for anybody just uh, just like two things i would say about that if you want to live your life like an anomaly you have to act like an anomaly it's mm. it's, it's just it's if you crazy. act like everybody else why do you expect super superficial result that's just that's just not gonna happen mm. and on top of that if you're debating if you should do something or not don't ex- don't accept advice from people who are living paycheck to paycheck, because mm-hmm. what do they know? <laughs> it's like take it's, advice from people who are actually doing it. Yes, yes. If somebody like who's if somebody's at where you want to be and they're giving you advice, please accept it. But also, like I said before, accept it with a grain of salt. I was thinking, but that like about, yeah. accept it more than the person next door. I tell you that much. Yes, I was like, yeah, you, like you said, you have to. You have to do with it what you will based on your circumstances and then maneuver accordingly. And and mm-hmm. it, it, it's all with with keeping open eyes and not just having tunnel vision. Because another thing with business, um, and one thing that I know you learned through the stock market as well, because if you, you approach business with a closed mind, you'll never make it. So you have to be with the stock market. If it's going against you, life will humble you if you don't move accordingly. Like you need to have a plan and you need to just bite the loss, just, just bite the bullet, you know? 
So that's one thing that the stock market teaches you that's that's really crucial. Like even if you like walk away with like nothing, and obviously you don't go bankrupt ideally, <laughs> but like <laughs> it, it teaches you a lot about yourself. It's taught me a lot, like like what like my weaknesses are. Like like am I am I stubborn? Am I closed minded? Like how much willing am I am to accept that I'm wrong? Things like that. I, I, is there anything else that you would probably add to that? Like at least on your end. Um, what stock what stock market specifically is telling me? Yeah. Oh, uh, I would just say, yeah, really a big, the big one was a stubborn thing. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a stubborn thing. And also don't get mad at yourself because you think you missed out on an opportunity. All mm-hmm. right. It's, it just, it just wasn't the right time. All right. If, oh, you, oh, if you got out too early and you thought, cause it started rising up even 200%, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Don't, there's, if, as long as you make a, I don't think a profit always has to be a hundred five. If you made $5, bro, yeah. you made $5 that your, yeah. your, your portfolio is going up. But I told you, I'd rather make five dollars than to lose fifty. Yeah. Any day. Yeah. Any day. Jesus, for for people that are in options, who do you um who is it that you look up to in particular? Like maybe like for like guidance. Or oh, I wouldn't if say. If I was like, on YouTube, I would say the people, but I cannot. I am a I'm an avid YouTube watcher. Oh my god, there was this one main guy. Can you give like hints? Like how how does he live his lifestyle? Is he flashy about it? No. Okay. I'm trying, I have <laughs> nah. some people in mind. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I'm trying to like put two and three together. Yeah, I I get so weary when I meet. I mean, you can be flashy to a certain extent, but like, mm. like especially when the video starts off with him in front of my Lamborghini or him in front of a plane, that turns me off. Yeah. This could be you. This this this. Join my masterclass. Yeah. Like, but I want to say right now, people might have differing opinions about it. I don't believe you should ever pay for a masterclass. Mm-hmm. That's my prayer. Unless, like, unless it's to the point where, like, you like the way specifically this guy teaches, mm-hmm. don't ever get it. Because we live in a world that we, like, we talked about earlier with school. People assume that once you put monetary value on something, it's worth more. Mm-hmm. You put monetary value on college. And we're like, oh, it's, it's, since it costs $1,000, your life is going to be better. You're going to get the best education. No! <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's not true. That's just not a fact. I can go on YouTube and I've seen and I've literally I'll be in class sometimes, my science or math class. I don't understand. I have to go to YouTube to understand. And that yeah. education is free to understand this bullshit stuff I'm paying for 20k a year. Mm-hmm. No, uh, uh, value is not equal to money. Value is equal to what you can actually get out of it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't ever confuse that. So master classes are kind of just like mm-hmm. Ugh. I think you're smart. At least to me. Yeah, no. I, I don't think... knock the business though, because it works. Mm-hmm. It works for some, but the thing with that is like it's kind of like um, like with anything that's like mainstream, they're only gonna show the successes, but how many failures are underneath that as well, you know? And that's what ninety percent, ninety five, let's say even less, eighty. Like that's still a shit ton, you know? And there's one there's one really good quote that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna nail perfectly, but it was something along the lines of, don't don't ever find a mentor because something along something about them they're they're going to be salespeople the ones who are actual true legitimate mentors when they see you working hard enough they will find you and those are the ones that can truly teach you what you need to learn so something along those lines because they have the actual experience they'll teach you they they don't want anything in return like those people can actually help you the ones that can they're trying to teach you something very vague that that's i guess it, it it's applicable but it's so vague you know mm. I, I feel like a, a good mentor should be somebody who you, like, personally look up to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be somebody like, I, I, mean, I got all these students, blah, 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 blah. It's kind of just like, you know what? I've been following this guy's journey. I want to do what he does. Mm-hmm. Let me reach out to him. 
boom, that's that's a real, really, I don't, I guess a, a mentorship is so weird because it feels like there's always a higher up and it's somebody less. I don't, think about, you just want a relationship with the person. Because, mm-hmm. like, because I can, I mean, for me, like, I'm going to Clubhouse, I can easily say that everybody in that chat's, like, my mentor because they're, they're at certain places where I want to be. Mm-hmm. But really, it's, it's, it's just a friendship where we both, bring values because like there's things i know that they don't know about and there's definitely things they know that i don't know about mm-hmm. so it's not like trying to bring a hierarchy it's more just like finding value i think that, i think that's the perfect it's gonna have a mentorship that's like the perfect way to have it yeah there's nothing that beats that one i <clears throat> know man i i agree i i 1000 percent agree and and that's one of the things like literally like almost every single podcast episode i, I was trying like this one to not bring up Clubhouse because I've been doing it for like the past like eight episodes. I'm the I, one who's doing it. Oh crap! No, no, no. But that's well. This is your first time on here. I'm always talking about it. Well, because you're right. There are so many mentors. There are so many people. Like I, I've never would have connected with. Um, yesterday I had a TikToker that just crossed like three million views. Um, I'm next week I'm having or maybe even this week I'm having. Um, an NBA psychologist come on. Um, I had a PhD oh. scientist yesterday. I'm like, dude, Clubhouse is fucking like insane. Like I've had, I had Jonah on. I think you know Jonah as well. I, yeah, I, I saw Jonah's. I saw Gigi's. Yeah, yeah like I, I like I have so many people that are lined up. I'm getting like other people like on SEO. I just had like a, another like. There's so many people. I'm like, I would have never met you guys if it weren't for Clubhouse. You know. So yeah. it's fucking, it's a weird world, man. Like anyone that can get on, I, I encourage you. I already maxed out my invites. I'm like, I can't, I can't hook up anybody else anymore, but it's a great fucking app, man. It really is. I would do it now than later. Cause yeah. I don't know how you feel about the future of the app, but for me, it's, we're lucky. There's like a small ecosystem. I, I'll be around rooms sometimes. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'd be seeing a lot of familiar faces and you would imagine yeah. that you wouldn't, but like, I, I guess I do. And this is oh, this is only because it's still in beta, only iPhones, and it's mm. still invites. Yeah. So I think at the end of the March, at the, no, sorry, at the end of April, they want to add all Androids. Still invites with oh. all Androids. Uh-huh. Think about it. 30% of the world, the, like the, the, the world that has cell phones and whatnot, are iPhones. That means 70% are, good, are Android users. Yeah. That means Clubhouse is going to blow the fuck up I regardless. Know. And on top of that, they then want to do it with no invites. Now is the chance to talk to people who are truly, truly experts. Because my fear is that, like, because, like, I've talked to a lot of TikTokers who, like, have a few million views. I'm like, damn, these these people are, like, celebrities. Yeah. And, like, luckily we're all, like, this. I don't, I maybe I've seen, like, maybe three or four people, like, fangirling or whatever, blah, blah. Mm. But, like, imagine that when it's open to everybody. People, uh, like, expertise are not going to be in the app. Mm-hmm. It's going to be crowded with so many people. Yeah. Yeah, and then do it like, now, people. Yeah, I do it now. Here's one of the things I don't know. Like, I, it's something I've been thinking in my head, but I don't even know if it's a good idea. So I'm just like thinking out loud. But I was thinking for the people that do have Clubhouse, maybe doing like the podcast, like on here as well, but on Clubhouse at the same time. I don't know if that'd be a good idea. What do you What do you think about that? Because I don't really have like to that much of a following, but I guess it's like I guess uh, I don't know. I don't I don't even know if people would go in the room. You know, like it, it's something I've been thinking of. What do you think on that? I wanted to do that. So Clubhouse, for people who don't know, there's a thing called Creator First, where they're trying to do like monetization, making money on the platform. I can't ever say that. Monetization? Yeah, yeah. No, I dude, (laughs) with with like, I don't know why, I always twist over like masculinity. I had to say that really slow, but with masculinity, I always like fuck that word up and I don't even know why. (laughs) Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, so I wasn't sure. I was like a little cut off, but but I, Sorry, I twist I, I twist up on words all the time, bro. But what were you saying? 
Um, so yes, so they have that thing, and then they, they had an idea if you want to do a show, mm-hmm. uh, that you could do it on the clubhouse, and they would literally pay you to do it. Like a minimum, they would pay you at least five k a month to do it, stuff like that. Oh, really? and I thought to myself, that would be great. I mean, like the only there's a weird there's a really weird rule on recording on clubhouse. Unless everybody knows they're getting getting recorded, you can't record. But wow. what I would do. It's like from the room title, I would do like the little red dot and be like recording in session, so people who know okay. know that like recording is happening right mm-hmm. now. But uh, I, uh, dude, I, as long as you give everybody a heads up that's being recorded, mm-hmm. I have so many, I have so many like pieces like conversations. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. I wish I recorded that. I yeah. should have used that. I should. I, I think if you're gonna do it, Clubhouse would be great. It, I think that'd be a really great place to do it. I, yeah, my only concern was for the people that don't have Clubhouse, but I was like, I think I should just stick to people that are in Clubhouse. I, I think that would work just so that way I can hit both platforms, you know? But that's something that's been in my head recently, and I'm like, I don't know. Because I'm getting on, um, I'm getting Axel, if you know who he is. I'm sorry, say that again? Oh, yeah, I, I was just thinking, I was like, maybe I should do it because I'm getting some other people on, like, next month I'm getting on Axel. Um, the dude from Clubhouse, like, the the, the one that has the oh. face, I'm getting him on next month. So, oh, okay. So I'm like, I have a few other people, and I'm like, but they already have like an audience. I was like, maybe they wouldn't come for me, but maybe they'd come for the other person. I'm like, maybe it would work, but I, I don't know because I've never given it a shot. But so I, I just don't know because I don't even know if I like, I like, I'm telling you, I've just been thinking all these things. I'm like, should I even, um, like, I don't even know if I should record. I'm like, I don't even know if I'd bring audience or I'd just be like, it's just us two, and like everyone has to sit in the thing i don't even know how to create a room yet like i have no idea like i've just been popping in rooms everywhere so i'm like everything's still in my head when it comes to all of that you know so uh, only thing i'll be careful uh, i would if i can or if you can try to pre pre-think a lot of it beforehand because only the, like for example like i did my first talk in um the influencer meetup lounge where i talked about the, the pros and cons of influencer managers so people actually seek them out what can they actually provide and uh-huh. like i had like I already, I had no people like Ron, Gigi, like Tyler mm-hmm. Swerve, like a lot of big people in there. And like maybe it was maybe like 10, maybe mm-hmm. 10 of us, including like the, the audience, the, the, the members. Mm-hmm. And, but then by the end of the thing, like, cause people, people get attracted to get titles. I would definitely mm-hmm. think about your title for a while. Oh, we had okay. like 40 people in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 40, 50 people. And it's like, but I, I make it more professional on the point. Like, I don't like, I turn off hand raising, all of the stuff. So like, mm-hmm. they kind of make the, make the thing like more like, what you call it, focused. And like, just mm-hmm. like how you do now, like, I wrote down like a, a bunch of potential questions, but like mm-hmm. if the conversation started going one way, I kind of let it go that way, unless it was yeah. like diverging too, too, too much. Yeah. But yeah, it's literally this format, just take this. Mm-hmm. Put it over there. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I I know. I I just feel like I've been like overthinking it because I'm like it's not that like that difficult. I think it's just like the little logistics. But like I think it's kind of like starting like the podcast. Like I didn't know, bro. I'm the dumbest person in the world. I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. I'm like, how the fuck does this work? I'm like, I don't even know how to connect the mic. And I'm like, what cables <laughs> do I need, dude? I I was a mess. I'm like, I I I don't know. Now I feel like I'm getting like the hang of it, like overall. But like in the very beginning, I was like, what the fucks an rss feed i'm like i was so fucking lost for like a week or two but then like it's just like one of those things like after a while i guess like you just get used to it like it just becomes like a normal thing you know like kind of like its own like little language you know 
Yeah, it's, that's how I felt about just learning music in general. Yeah. It's 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 and you're kind of just like, how the fuck are they doing this? That you have to realize, no matter who the hell you are, everybody was like, what the fuck at one point? Yeah, because nobody nobody's born knowing like, oh, I'm a podcaster now. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I agree. I I didn't even know how the fuck I started into this because one of the things that I wanted to do was was probably like in person comedy, but I'm like, I probably should hold off on that because of Corona. Not that like it doesn't bother me that itself, but I'm like, I can hit so much more people like through TikTok itself, you know? So I'm like the well, like for you in particular, I'm like if you perform, I'm like, where are you gonna be in front of seventeen thousand people, three hundred thousand people? Not no club, not no stadium. <laughs> Online is where true. it's at, technically speaking, you know, you can get a bigger following. And then if you want to transition it from there, you can, but I think that's like probably like the best thing to do. Um, at least from like my opinion. But I guess I mean everyone has their own past and everything like that. So I don't know, man. Talk to us about about your band. Center City Drive. Center City Drive. Oh, yeah. uh, so originally, I wanted to sing in my cafeteria. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, I saw I saw a thing. It was like you can sing in the cafeteria. Just have to provide your own music. I'm like, cool. And at the time, I didn't really play anything. I'm like, I can sing, but I need someone to play. So I met mm-hmm. my I, at the first day of school. I met my friend Kevin. He's a guitarist. And I went to an art school beforehand, and I've I've heard people say I play guitar, but it's just like I know three or four chords. Yeah, they know like, they know Oasis. <laughs> yeah, Oasis. Yeah, I know guitar, but I know Oasis. Yeah. And Kevin came over to my room. I gave him my guitar. I was like, "Yo, play something." He's like, "Yeah, I got it." He's like, "I was like, oh, he plays guitar. He's shredding." So then I I joined my jazz band just like to have an extracurricular in college, and I heard this bass player. He's just killing it, and I was like. Afterwards, I found out he was an upperclassman, like a sophomore. I saw him in a practice room like a few hours later. I'm like, hey, hey. I was like, you're Dylan, right? Hi, Dylan. Hey. Yeah. And he's telling me, um, dude, you killed it in there in class. He's like, oh, thank you so much. Yo, would you want to play for me sometimes? And he was like, uh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll give you details later about it. All right, have a good day. Mm-hmm. All, right, all right, cool. And then when I went back to jazz band, I realized there was actually another singer on top of me, but he also played guitar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, snap, we can, like, harmonize. Like, I have two guitars. Yeah. I was like, yo, it was real low-key kind of friends anyway. You just, just grab lunch, do whatever. Like, yo, do you want to, like, be in my band and play the song? It was not even being in my band. It was, do you want to play the lunchroom with me? That's no, it. Huh? I was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just grouped together. We kind of did the lunch gig. And it was lit. We kind of looked at each other like, yo, should we just make this more of a, a thing thing? And yeah. it was like, all right. So we just kept rocking with it. And then while we were practicing one day, some guy was looking at us through the the, the glass window. He's like, hey, uh-huh. yo, do you need a drummer? And he's like, all right, cool. So then we are yeah. a drummer. But then, see, the issue with that is that whenever you do anything in life, right, if you mess up or do whatever, just accept it and move on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'd rather you say, or, or if you have to say something, try to say something positive about it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a joke or whatever, or being sarcastic, I feel like negative things start to have an effect. So I, I love our drummer. I think he's actually a pretty funny guy. He's really cool. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, we play, like, say he fuck up. He's like, oh, fuck. I fucking suck. Oh, right. I'm like the and drummer. It <laughs> it's I'm just, like, like these little things. Yeah. And I got to the point where I used to be in my apartment back in college. I'd be looking at my, I look at my guitarist, Brian. I'm like, yo, dude, we have rehearsal in an hour. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, I think I'm an excuse. I don't want to go. I was like, yeah, I don't want to go either. Yeah. But I got to the point, I was like, damn it. When we're together, we make good music. It was good. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, all that like negativity just brought us down uh, and I was like yo guys we got to vote let's do this and we all decided like we're gonna you know uh, kick him out the band so mm-hmm. we had one last performance you know, ironically my drummer's parents were there too all those yeah. stuff afterwards we had the meeting we said this isn't gonna work out but we still wanna be friends mm-hmm. one thing I wanna tell everybody in the world 
you can never control how somebody's going to perceive something. And even if they think it's personal, it's not. Because I, for me, it's if whatever you do, whether gaming or music or acting, but that's you as that, mm-hmm. and this is you as a person. I did not dislike him as a person. He was actually really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But some people can't can't take that can't take that separately. So they thought as a person. So it's kind of just like whatever. So, but but what I just learned is that you can't you can't be mad at what people think of what you say. It just happens. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we met. There was a freshman there. I was a junior at this time, so there was a freshman. He was also a drummer mm-hmm. who killed it for his age. So, yo, you want to audition for the band? He auditioned, and boom. Because mm-hmm. at the time, we used to be called Center City, but now we like yeah, we did a whole rebranding thing, and then boom, we became Center City Drive. Yeah, we're here. And then here you are. Dude, that's you know you know what's crazy though about the story that like I I've been thinking a lot recently as well. It's like it's crazy how when you put yourself out there, opportunities just throw themselves in a weird fucking way. Cause before when I was like just like at home, like nothing like changed, you know. But until I started like doing this, there's been a lot more. And then like same with your band, like you reached out to him, and then the drummer just joined like that. Like it's just it's just crazy how it just forms all into one thing. It, I think people like. Whatever, everything, how you view, everything full circle, everything, every opportunity that I've had. Yeah. Like, I personally don't believe in luck too, too much. Or at least the idea of luck. People think, like, oh, you're just lucky automatically. This, this. I don't think that happens. Yeah. I think what it is, is when preparedness meets opportunity. That is luck. Yeah. Because, like, people can say, like, oh, man, Tony, you're lucky that that video went viral for the thing. It would have been lucky if I did it one time and I never did it again. Yeah. Yeah. I was ready to, the minute I said viral, I said scale, repeat, 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 yeah. repeat. That's not luck. That's a yeah. plan. <laughs> There's a difference. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You know, everyone that I've had on here that's that's had like a like a huge following or they, they've scaled themselves up, they've all had a plan. And it's all like very similar to like what you're saying. Like there's so many like super identical things. Like like it's just based on your own niche from from what it sounds like but dude your reactions on fucking tiktok are fucking hilarious what's your favorite one that you've made personally did you hear me or oh you're th- <laughs> yeah what's my f- yeah, here. what's your favorite one that you've made what's my favorite reaction yeah uh my favorite one uh oh uh, hmm I would say, damn. Oh, okay, I do know. Okay. Um, there's a scene in Victorious where there's a, um the little girl is talking to the teacher, mm-hmm. and she got in trouble, and then she's like, "Oh, what she do?" It's like, none of your business. And I think at, at that mode, you just see the character about to jump her real quick. <laughs> He's like, people, everybody, everybody's holding back Andre, and I was like, "Yo, that is like, I, was, I don't know why I see whenever I see it, it's just yeah. so funny to me." And, <laughs> I, it cracks me up every time. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, dude. I'm I'm fucking stoked you found your niche and everything like that. I mean, are you ever planning on moving to like LA or New York, or are you planning on staying on Philly? Uh, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. I'm I'm already in the the, the, the thoughts of the move. I already told my parents. Oh whatnot. snap. Because um, I told myself, so I so I made a goal for myself mm. in social media. I said if I ever made 10k, I would start taking my money more seriously, my social media more seriously, blah blah blah. Two weeks ago, I made that, I made that little little landmark, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I gotta serious. take this more seriously now." So then one of the things I wanted to do is like, uh, the reason why I said 10k is because like I want to get to the point where, because I do want to move to LA. That's that's my goal actually. Mm-hmm. I want to be like, "Ayo, here's my rent for a year. 
Damn. Don't talk to me. Because mm-hmm. no matter no matter what, because like that's what I did in college. I'm, I'm the type of person to pay something first, so I don't have to worry about it. I don't like to. My car payments like paid for like six months. Like I'm like I don't want to. I don't yes. want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. Like because money can be anything can happen over yes. my. I, I don't. I so no matter what happens, if I were to move down there, I'd have a place to live for a year. All the right. fucking go. You're so fucking smart, dude. I love it. So um, my plan is to actually. Well, originally my plan was to move there next March, mm-hmm. which might still happen. But now uh, I have a friend that does real estate. Mm-hmm. And a friend that's really trying to do, um, really get into like influencing himself mm-hmm. more hardcore. But I know for a fact my friend who's doing real estate is coming, but the other person is kind of tentative. But okay. like, where he wants to move there with me, which is great. So now since I have somebody there with me, I, I'm, I, I'll put in more money to get a better place. Mm-hmm. So, but if it ends up being three people, it'll be the three of us. But if it's a third person, I'll probably have to wait until like my birthday next year, which is like next year, June. Mm-hmm. But that just gives me more time. Get yeah. a few more brand deals. Get I sign a few more contracts and make a little more money. So when I, cause I'm doing, I'm still doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna walk in there. Oh, hey, hey, boom! Here's your money. Don't talk to me for a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that's it. Like leave me be, dude. That's I think that's I think you're really smart. If anything, I'd probably say like, I mean March isn't that bad, but if you wait till June as well, like you said, that gives you plenty of time to yeah. get more partnerships, more deals. Like you'll be even better off, like even more, you know. And I think that's I think that's really like smart money management a lot of people don't have that i ha- i have to do that now because yeah. I, I know myself with money like to be honest i from the money i've made on um tiktok or snatch or anything i finally spent my first 40 dollars of it actually two days ago because mm. i found out these glasses can be a tax write-off oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i like the glasses That's... too that was the first thing i noticed i was like those are fucking sick I love. I have actually like eight different pairs of glasses. Oh snap! And since I I use it in my some of my content, it can count. I was like, but but yeah. like other than that, at most the only thing I'm gonna buy after that is the LLC to make taxes more easier. I have no. I don't need the money. I also because I also work as a wedding singer, so I always have that. Okay. I don't. I'm blessed. I don't have to pay rent. I don't pay for the food. Like every single dollar I should be getting should be going right in my pocket. I don't. Yeah. I don't need it. <laughs> so have you ever thought? Have you ever thought about those people that use their like the luxury lifestyle as part of like their TikTok, their Instagrams, and possibly thought of using that as a write-off in the future? You know that, that there's people that do that, right? They're savage. Like Dan Bilzerian does that. Like a whole other people. Like and that's a tax write-off. It's fucking insane because that's their business. I'm like, what a savage. Yeah. But I yes, I mean that's cool and all, but like a tax write off isn't like as amazing as it sounds in a sense. I, yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, a tax write off is supposed to just put you down in um I guess your your tax category, huh? So I'm I, they'll still have to pay for it, but like theoretically, well, all that means is that the money that they make just won't be taxed, mm-hmm. which is actually still kind of lit though. Anyway, mm. but I don't I don't make that kind of money yeah. to be even affording it in the first yeah. place. For the future. So in that situation, you're gonna have to like make money to spend money. Mm-hmm. So that's that I'm not there yet. Yeah, I was like, but yeah. still got my content. I'm I don't like luxury things like. I don't. The only thing that I like, like that are different brands, are my glasses. I'm not really big on clothes, sneakers, whatever. Cars, I couldn't even name five to save my life. Mm-hmm. I just know they have four wheels to take you A to B. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, at most the thing that I do, I am, a, I am a crazy gamer though. Like, yeah. I do have every XPS five, PS four, uh, um, Xbox One, all PC. Like, I do have all that. But like, even then, like. I don't, besides the initial buy, they're not like crazy. Like, $500 is gonna 
kill anybody. Yeah. What's so I kind of gave up being a gamer like around like the beginning of like PS4. So it's been like six, seven years. How's the different is the PS4 to the PS5 for a peasant like me? I don't know anything about the PS5, man. Nothing. I know. I used to be huge. I used to live on. I used to freaking play for like 10, 12 hours a day. I did like before Twitch and everything like that. Like my whole life, I've been playing games like like all the time. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. I guess work and life, you know. But I'm just like I don't know what the fuck, you know. But. I I tried to quit it. Don't get me wrong. I did try to quit game playing games for a little bit. But like I realized that, and same thing for anime too. I realized that it's such a big staple of my life that I felt, like, sad not doing it. Even though I was being productive for a little bit, when I when I completely cut off game, because I sold my... I think I sold my PS4, like, three or four times in yeah. an attempt to be productive. But I oh. always come back to yeah, it yeah, every yeah. single time. Yeah. I just, like, I'm just... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna fake fake myself. I, yeah. I enjoy games. Are super, I love RPG games. I, yeah. I don't play a lot of sports games mm. or, like, shooters, but, like, action, action-adventure, RPG, mm. I love it. I love a good storyline. I love a good battle system. Mm. I will play that for... I will play a game for like one. There was a game called Persona Five that came out, and for three or four days, nobody even heard shit from me. <laughs> I was a ghost. I was, and then finally, Sony came up to me like, "Tony, where have you been, dude? I'm watching the ending scene right now." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "What, dude? I put 120 hours in this Damn. game. It's stupid." Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care, but I love it. <laughs> it's not stupid. I'm like, because at the end of the day, you're still getting shit done. It, it's just, it's, it, it's quote unquote stupid when you can't manage your life outside of that. That's when it becomes stupid, because at the end of the day, you're still learning like without stopping. You're fucking sprinting stocks, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, uh, fill in the blank. I know there's a lot more. Your band. I know there's a lot more that I don't even know on top of that. So you're still getting shit done. I, I'm actually amazed because I'm like, he disappears for five days, but then he's back on the game, like game of life. I'm just like, that's more badass than I could ever. You're probably still more productive than me even with those games, honestly. Honestly, God. See, people, okay, let me tell you, let me tell y'all a secret. People think like I'm super, super like productive. I just do things ahead of time so that I can be unproductive. I was going to, so. I was going to ask you something like, I'll let you finish, but I was going to ask you something like that, actually, but I'll let you finish first. Like before, before you you text me today, uh, uh, and before I was also because I was on the clubhouse for a little bit, but before that too, I just recorded uh nine TikToks, so that's that's done out the way, mm-hmm. and I preset them so much that like all I the tags all that stuff are done. So when I have to when I go up and post it, I just literally click one button and I'm done. Yeah. And I I have like a, a little whiteboard over there, the little set things I gotta do. Yeah. But once these little things I gotta do, like man, I will goof off for it. <laughs> minute because yeah. like, i'm i one thing i love about this lifestyle is that like as long as certain things get done mm-hmm. throughout the day you can do whatever you want as yeah. opposed to when i used to work at a starbucks i gotta be here to here at the set time no. get nothing else yeah just make those caramel frappuccinos yeah, like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> how how do you preset them to be posted like do you just have them in your draft saved or do you have like another like third party app that helps you post it at a certain time or um oh you just reminded me of something um there actually is a way to post it ahead of time tiktok themselves mm-hmm. just unleashed a, a little calendar thing that can actually pre-post your stuff for you actually oh, which i need to start using is it like know, one of those dope. beta things i don't think it's beta anymore Hmm. Maybe it could be beta. It could be beta. I, but literally, you, you can just upload that, which is I think good for people who use like effects. Because if you're working on your video on Adobe Premiere, you can literally take it from there, boom, post hashtags, everything pre-done, and then it'll post at a specific time. I think up to a month. 
Mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet. But what yeah. I do is just, uh, uh, well, this, <laughs> this is how I make TikToks nowadays. I actually make TikToks on Instagram now. Uh, and reels? I save it there. I'm confused. I think it's because I'm stupid. But one more time for me, because I'm dumb. <laughs> um, so I have a theory about it all. So uh, not really a theory, actually. It's, it's oh, see, I'm like your drummer. Uh, I did it right now, and I didn't even notice till right now. I'm like the drummer. Damn it. I need to stop. You're low-key you low doing that. Oh, I just realized that I caught slide. myself. Damn it. But what were you saying? I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Um, for anybody looking to post on especially Instagram, TikTok doesn't punish you that much, but Instagram is a type of, it's like the jealous girlfriend. <laughs> it hates, it hates when anybody else is involved. Mm-hmm. So if it sees, in the, if it sees a watermark, because Snapchat just released a watermark for their own oh. spot, right? The watermarks from TikTok, Snapchat, any other platform, they will purposely shadow ban you and not make your content out there. Unless like you're at the point where you already have a million views, I mean a million of followers. Yeah. But they will purposely not push your stuff. You, you, you can see it. Look around next time you're on Instagram. If you see somebody with a watermark on TikTok, watch how that video does compared to something else that does it. It's I'm gonna try it trem- tremendously different. Mm-hmm. It's it's like the difference between like 20k views and 6k views. Oh shit! So I was like, damn. So what I do now is just to please the Instagram gods, <laughs> I <laughs> I natively make my content on the Instagram real thing, mm. and save it on the camera roll, and I just take that over. TikTok. TikTok is cool. They're like what, TikTok has TikTok has their own watermarks or whatever watermark. They they'll still they'll they won't hide your stuff unless they'll hide your stuff for other reasons. Mm-hmm. But if that's the only thing that's the that's the problem, they yeah. won't. So I'm like, all right, cool. And it, it just it just works better anyway. I mean, generally, if you want to like have a better chance, I do believe making content native on the platform is probably the best chance if you want to do every little hack or something like that. Oh, okay. But uh, specifically for Instagram, they will punish you severely. That's why, like, I look at people, especially higher ups, that have like those TikTok watermarks. Mm-hmm. Like they, they. I'm trying to think. Okay, hold up. Am I, I can't say this. All right. Um, yeah, I, I the thing. I, it's, uh, I, I've been in a few meetings with, um, uh, with like for certain like Instagram things, mm-hmm. and they do explicitly kind of say like try to push the idea of like no watermarks, no what, please, no watermarks, no watermarks. Because I get it. Like as a company, you want you, you want your thing to stand. Why would you? Why would, why would you want something with a million views to be have a TikTok watermark? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's just promoting TikTok. Yeah. How do you so, find out about these things? Is it because like for like the meetings or because I've never even I never even thought about it like that. Like it, it's the jealous girlfriend, but it makes perfect sense. Like after you put it out, you know. Um. One from like I watch a lot of YouTube like video case studies, and there are people who literally do case studies on this, and like you can be like, damn, you're right. There's, sometimes if I'm lucky enough, I can hear it from the officials will never. First of all, yeah, I'm not saying they did or I'm not saying they didn't, but Snapchat will never outright pretty much say that we will shadow ban you. That's just unethical. Mm-hmm. They'll never say that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they quote unquote won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just they'll never say it. Like why would they? Mm-hmm. But like but also at the same time, like you got to think about like hey, if I was if I want something made on this platform, what 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 I, what would I want? Like for example, for the Snapchat. Um, spotlight it makes sense that like snapchats that are natively made on snapchat tend to do better mm-hmm. it just like that's why tiktok content doesn't do as good 
or sometimes it does, but like I don't really care about them because like they have the watermark, so they won't get paid out. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like you have to think about it. All right, if I was this platform, what I, what would I want my creators overall do? Yeah. Use my features more. Use the new stuff more. Do like like, let me tell you something. So when Reels came out, bro, I was hype. <laughs> it's just, I was hype. I was like, yeah. man, I'm starting to blow up on uh, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Reels is pretty much TikTok. Yeah, I can like. So it is, and Instagram, they love people when they use their new features. That's just any platform, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I only had 1,500 followers on Instagram. I think the first week of January or something like that. I posted my first reel of one of my old TikTok. And this is before I was, like, smart enough to actually take away the watermarks. Yeah. I posted it. But it, was, it still good. It still did good back then. I reached 300,000 views my first video. I was like, Damn. what? Yeah. And then I started getting viral on Instagram. I was hitting, I, I think the last big viral one I had I think maybe two weeks ago, it was like 3.5 million views. Damn! And I was like, what? And, and I, I, I was able to get my following from 1,000 to 20K right now. Fuck. Which, that, that and I think that's the happiest thing every day, because like, don't get me wrong, I did start off on TikTok, mm-hmm. but the reason why I've got so many opportunities is because from having that 20K following or decent following on Instagram. Mm-hmm. For anybody also listening, you don't, need a hundred thousand one million all these type of followers to start making money i promise you you do not you just need consistent content a, a legit like niche slash brand and connections mm-hmm. and you'll start making money i promise that a hundred times over i i give you mad props for that have you ever thought about pushing um i guess like your own product john froze on me my bad oh i know you're fine i i noticed that you have um i i think um you you have your own merch for your own band right now correct am i still frozen um no actually no you're good you're good i was Uh, i was merch on my brand i was gonna ask why don't you sell your own merch so that way you're not dealing with middlemen itself um, one, I do have my own merch, I, but I do a horrible job at promoting it, <laughs> which is cool. I, I want to redo it anyway, but yeah. like, it was one of those things when I was on my, my viral high, I was kind of doing that, but mm-hmm. like, I kind of low-key did it to see, the, can I actually make a Shopify store? Can I actually do this? Like, mm-hmm. is it, is this more than see, an idea? See, you're doing so and, much, see? See, that's another <laughs> thing. I told you. But, but uh, oh, <laughs> I yeah I get see I didn't think about I didn't think about that as doing too much because like, I, I, I don't do everything myself. I don't remember, there's a lot of people who are just like you know what if you want to succeed in life you gotta learn how to do this 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 no I don't believe that I don't mm-hmm. subscribe to that lifestyle it, it can work I do believe that but not for me I go to a website called Fiverr it's pretty much a freelance website where yeah. you want to like get something done all right cool 30, I paid somebody thirty bucks to do the website mm-hmm. perfect. It wasn't even that perfect of a website. I mean, the design was great, but some of the like grammar was off. I'm like, cool, I can edit the rest myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. I paid somebody uh, 25 bucks to make uh, shirt designs. Boom. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, I set up the little website. But I, I just little made somebody $5 to do a logo, like little bits and pieces. Like, yes, don't get me wrong. I could have learned. I'm pretty tech savvy. I could learn to make a website. Cool. But why would I do that? Or this guy over here named Jared has been doing this for the last 25 years of his life, and he wants to do it for me 30 bucks. And it looks nice, which it does. So, I think that's uh, um, that's one thing people need to learn. Like, you can only get this matter how great you are, in my opinion. Take this, anybody takes a grain of salt, but you can only go so far by yourself. There's there's gonna be this ceiling, and if you want to reach a uh, great quality or productivity, one you're gonna uh, you're gonna need to start outsourcing things for like, photographers, videographers, editors, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And two, you're gonna need a team. 
Yeah. If you really want to like scale, I mean, there's people who make bank and they work by themselves. They're a solo team, but imagine the stress on them, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I I would gladly pay somebody like profit easily, mm-hmm. just for less stress. And at the end of the day, that just means more money for them. I'm giving out another job. It, yeah. it comes I, it comes around full circle. Like you know, I, sometimes there's a little ego involved. Like yo, it doesn't have to be like I'm, I'll be the first one to say it. My 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 copywriting is ass, and my taste in design is ass. So I will gladly pay somebody to write for me, and yeah. I'll gladly pay somebody to design for me. I just know that's my weakness. Yeah. And while I'm watching them do it and do stuff for me, I get a better sense of it myself. Mm-hmm. So the next time I ask for another job, I can explain it better. It kind of, like, you're slowly learning at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just, honestly, I don't want to do it. It's, it's okay to not want to do certain things. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I agree. I think you're, you're on point with every single thing that you're saying. And that's, that's something that I can admit, I can admit myself. I was huge on just trying to do everything by myself. That's the main reason why I got in the stock market is I didn't want to deal with anyone. And I'm like, I, I can only go so far. I was like, it, it was an ego thing. It was a stubbornness thing. And the more I kept going with it, I realized that I'm like, I am such a, I was like, I need to like, I, I just stopped myself from degrading myself. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you bet it. Oh, this is, you know what? You're not the first person to tell me. I think this is like the third person on the podcast that have told me, maybe even more, but I'm like, I need to, I need to stop. But uh, yeah, man, no, but you are a, a thousand percent correct. Like you can only go so far by yourself. I, I, I guess before we, we end this, there's two things I want to address. What, 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 what do you think the best piece of advice is that you've ever gotten? From my vocal teacher back in my freshman year of high school, uh-huh. fake it till you make it. Yeah. And what I mean by that, I'm not saying for you to be a fake person and be like, oh, I'm, I'm this and this. I got money, but not like that. Yeah. More more as in like, give yourself that confidence that you don't think is there. Mm-hmm. Because like, just like, perfect. It comes right back, right back to you, man. Like, honestly, I'm never thinking these things unless you say those those negative things afterwards. And not only is that going to affect uh, the people who view you, and how, it's going to be how you view yourself. Mm-hmm. And if and, and if you always say positive things about yourself and do little things, it starts to affect your daily being. Yeah. If you if you if you need to wake up and be like, yo, I'm the shit. Yeah. You start saying like, I'm funny. I'm this. I'm talented. Mm-hmm. If you first of all, if you don't believe it, how the hell are you supposed to make the millions of people you want to impress believe it? Like yeah. people aren't dumb. Mm-hmm. Like people do dumb things. But people aren't dumb. They can see genuine. Like, that's what people, like, when they watch my content, they see my laugh. It's a genuine laugh. Like, if I watch something and I'm not funny, it, it, it's not funny, I'll be like, I'm not doing it. Or, like, no, I'm going to come back to it when I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. I don't force the laughs. There's just no point. Because yeah. I, I, I just, I just, I, you treat the audience with respect. That they're smart, they'll treat it right back. Mm. So, yeah. Fake it till you make it. Like, like that, I do that on stage all the time, too. I'm like, oh, man, this high note's coming. But, you know what? Fuck it. This high note? Bet. Let's do it. Bet. Uh, yeah. Fake it till you make it. And if, if and if something happens, that something happens. But yeah. I can't dwell on that. Maybe it will. Cause God, I don't. I'm not. I ain't. I ain't Jesus. I can't see the future. <laughs> I, I'm Jesus. <laughs> 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 no, I'm yeah, just, just Yeah, you got it. It's as simple as that. I think I think you're an extremely smart person. The future I can see is that you're gonna be successful. That's fucking hands down. And I think no, it's because you. you're 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 not like even if you do believe it, I'm not seeing that side of you. I'm seeing the action side of you, and I think that's what's most important. And like I said, you're doing so many things, and even though it's not so much to you, 
compared to the average person, it is a lot, and that's what's gonna get you to that point where you want to be. So I know you're gonna get there. Like hands fucking Thank down. You. Thank you so much, man. You're welcome. And I think the um, the last thing that I want to see, I was like, do you mind singing a little a little jam for us? I was like, I got I, you. I was like, I gotta record this for for the gram because I'm like, I'm hype. Tony's on here. The goat. I was like, I want to see the oh, headphones. <laughs> I'm no, dead. I'm playing with it. You don't, have, you don't have to bring those. I just thought that was hilarious when I was watching that video. I was like, bro, I'm so <laughs> deceased. I think that's going to be my... I'm trying to low-key make that a niche in the real yeah. I want to be like the CEO of Tangled Headphones. That shit is amazing. <laughs> no, I keep it. That shit is fucking... That was one of the first things I know. I was like, what the fuck? I love it. I thought I, it was I'm going to leave it. Okay, keep it. I might switch the headphones because I think... I put these in the washer so the quality's kind of iffy now. Okay. But uh, I'm going to tangle up another pair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was fucking amazing. Just put it in your pocket, give it an hour, boom, it'll be all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you would have saw an hour in there, <laughs> nice and toasty. Just walk around <laughs> fucking toast. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I'm going to make it a thing. Dude, it a thing. I think it's great. Yeah, but do you do you mind singing us a, a, a little jam real quick? I got you, say less. <clears throat> all right. Uh, let me know whenever you're ready. I'll, I'll start recording on here. All right. Oh, I got you. Right. I said daylight. I wake up feeling like you're rolling right. I used to know, but now this shit don't feel right. It made me put away my pride. I said so long. You made a nigga with the sun so long. You make it hard for a boy like that to go on. I'm wishing I could make this mine. Yeah. Now, if you want it, oh, you can have a baby if you need it. We can make this say, ooh, yeah, if you want it, you can have it. No, not stable. People creep Say they gon' find ya. <laughs> Tony the motherfucking goat. Thank you so much for coming on, man. You are fucking amazing. I love you already. And if you come over here, we fucking have to hang out. We have to go to the fucking gym. Thank you so oh, much for your time, you? brother. Are you in LA, Juice? I am in. Uh, I'm 20 minutes from LA. I, dude, I, one thing I've noticed is when I say I'm from LA, but you're like you're 20 minutes away. They're like you're not from LA. I'm like get to, get you out of your ass. But it's like a, it's like it's like 25 minutes, 20 minutes away from LA. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm going down there in June for my birthday. Okay. Hey, dude. So we link up, dude. Hey. I'll be, be there for a whole week. I'll be there for a whole week. Fuck yeah, man. Oh wait, are you are you coming down when everyone else is coming? Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's Jesse actually has a like, her birthday is the 16th of June. Okay. On the 21st. Okay. So it's like that whole week. I oh, think we're shit. all low key coming down. Oh, that's what you guys are talking about. G's gonna hook us up with the food oh, and everything. Is, is that what you guys are talking about? Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes. Wait. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Were sorry. you saying uh, that Zawaye is talking about G's going to fucking cook his food and shit in the chat? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're having a cooking contest. Oh. <laughs> G, G versus Evan. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Evan's coming. Oh, wait. No, Evan's already here, right? No, no. Evan's Ohio. 
Oh, oh, that's why he sent us that photo of, dude, I'm so lost in the chat. There's been like so much going on. I'm like, I got it's this. Last. Dude, I don't even know what happened last night. All I know is I was stressed out. I'm like, what's going on? There's I, 20 people in this chat, yo. I, I got, <laughs> I, I almost left out of anxiety. And then I was like, mom, I ain't raised no bitch. Stay in here. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I was like, I, dude, I was stressed reading. I was like, I don't even, pineapples. I <laughs> The chat's interesting, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. But so. they, hey, thank you so much for your time, Tony. Like I said, we'll link up. Let's do something. I a thousand percent want to. You you have you have I think you have the I, best energy I've had like on the podcast, like hands down. Like you're a blessing, thank you. man. No. Thank you so much for having me. I just I love it. I love the, I love the format. It literally feels like a legit conversation. It's yeah. dope. I, I hope I brought a lot of value actually oh, too. You brought a lot of fucking value and I one thousand percent want you back on. I, I really I realize right now I say a thousand percent a lot. Fuck. I'm noticing a That's lot cool. of little That's things that I, I know. I notice I do that a lot. Like I've noticed like little intricacies. I'm like, huh. Yeah, like I say like in regards to a lot. I'm like, God damn it, corporate Jesus. <laughs> oh, sorry. I think you I think there's a little cutoff, right? I froze again, <laughs> huh? You did froze, but then I heard your voice back for a little bit now. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah, man. But I, like I said, we'll we'll hang out, we'll do something, we'll we'll chill, we'll we'll have Gigi make us food. <laughs> yes, I'm with it, 100. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tony. You have a good rest of your day, bro. Yo!